Welcome to My Secret Place Devotional with Oyit Alfred. My Secret Place, dwelling with the Father, going deeper in His Word for truth and the light from above. Be transformed in My Secret Place. Good morning. May the Lord give you strength and may the Lord bless you with peace, mighty peace in the name of Jesus. We've just prayed from Psalm 29 verse 11. Let me start by asking you this morning, why do you think that Jesus Christ came to planet Earth? That's the first question. Second question is, how do you even know that he came to planet Earth because of you? The answer to these questions are very important and they are found in the job description of Jesus. If you want to know why Jesus came, you have to look at his job description. If you want to know if he came for you, you have to look at his job description. So let's take a look at one of the job descriptions of Jesus recorded in Luke chapter 4 verse 18. Actually, Jesus by himself told us this job description by himself. So this is not a question of somebody saying, okay, this is what Jesus came to do. This is Jesus by himself telling us the reason he came. So it says in that scripture, Luke 4, 18, the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see and that the oppressed will be set free. So we see that from that job description, one of the things that Jesus came to do is to give sight to the blind. And he was not talking about physical blindness. In fact, if you read it from the King James Version, it says, and recovery of sight to the blind. Again, he was not talking about physical blindness. His concern was spiritual blindness because everybody that comes into this world comes with spiritual blindness. We know that from 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 4 when the Bible tells us that the God of this world has blinded the minds of men so that they don't receive the light of the gospel. When you give your life to Christ, a portion of that blindness goes, but there are many, many layers of that blindness that still remain. So many people are spiritually blind, including Christians. There are many Christians that that spiritually blind. There's a level or a layer of blindness that has gone, but there are other layers remaining. A good example would be the Laodicean Christians in Revelation chapter 3. The Bible tells us when Jesus gave them their verdict at the end of, you know, a particular period of time, he says, one of the things that is wrong with you is you don't realize that you are blind. But remember, they were Christians, they were God's children, they were the church, but Jesus said, you are wretched, naked, poor, and blind. Blindness is one of the afflictions that happen to Christians and there are things you do to deal with that blindness. So if you are spiritually blind, what it means is that you are one of the people that Jesus came for. You are the reason he came on planet earth. Let me quickly run through some of the symptoms of spiritual blindness so that you know if you have these symptoms, you know that you're the reason that Jesus came. And one of the things Jesus wants to do is to treat your spiritual blindness. The first symptom of spiritual blindness is lukewarmness. 
When you are not passionate for God, when you're not hungry for the things of God anymore, what it means is that you are blind. You cannot see the benefits of walking with God. You can't see the benefits of a deep, intimate walk with God. You're not seeing the benefits that, you know, you are going to get by making heaven at the end of the day, by God being your friend, by all the blessings that will come and all the promotions that will come because you are close to God. You can't see it. And the reason you can't see it is because you are blind. And the moment you are blind, you become lukewarm. You're casual about the things of God. But the reason for that casualty is simply because you are blind. A man that sees the treasure in God will never be casual in his pursuit of God. The second symptom that you are spiritually blind is that you invest more in temporal things than in eternal things. You're concerned about the things of this life. You forget that life is very temporal. You forget that there is an eternity. You forget that all of us are actually in line. You know, you might hear that somebody died today and all your world, oh, this person died. But guess what? All of us, every single person, from me to you to everybody on planet Earth, we're actually on a line of death because no matter how you live, you're going to die one day. So when that thing is off you, when you don't remember that there is eternity and there is time, what it means that you are blind. You don't remember there is eternity. So you concentrate on time. You're building your castle in time. Your rewards are targeted in time. Everything about you is based on time. You don't do anything with an eternal perspective. When you give towards the kingdom. You want God to give you the reward immediately. You give a seed of $10,000 or $1,000 and you're looking at God. I've been giving seed since. I haven't seen the reward because you are time-based rather than eternity focused. The reason is because you are blind. It's a symptom of spiritual blindness. Third symptom is that you serve Caesar more than you serve God. It is blindness that causes that kind of thing. What does Caesar represent? Caesar represents anything that has to do with man. So when it concerns God, let's take, for instance, going to church. If it snows or if it rains really heavily, most people will not go to church. But if it snows or rains heavily, everybody will go to work. That's because they are more committed to the service of Caesar than they are to the service of God. And it's blindness that causes that thing. You know, if you work for Caesar, no matter what you do, Caesar can't pay you beyond a certain extent. When you are sick, Caesar has no solution. When you have problems, Caesar has no solution. When you close your eyes on planet and open it on another side of life, Caesar has no solution. The only person that has that solution is Jesus Christ. He's the one that rewards in time. He's the one that rewards in eternity. As a master of fact, God never ever rewards you according to what you have done. He always gives you even much more. The beautiful thing about the kingdom of God is that they don't use people to exploit them. They use people to bless them both in time and in eternity. So when you see people focused on serving Caesar more than serving God, they are spiritually blind. They don't know what they are doing. They think they know what they are doing. They don't realize what they are doing. That when they die, you're not going to take your glory away from this world. The certificates will not go with you. The money will not go with you. The position will not go with you. As a matter of fact, if you drop dead right now, this particular second, the next day they put out an advert for someone to take your job. The best they will do for you is one minute of silence and that's the end. And most of them, it's not up to one minute. They just do 10 seconds. That's the end of it. But God is the one that when you serve him, he will lift you, he will promote you, he will bless you in time and in eternity. Another symptom that you're spiritually blind is that you obey man's instruction. You fear man more than you fear God. God gives you an instruction you ignore. God says don't lie, you ignore. But your friend or your father or whoever gives you an instruction and you are so conscious and so serious to obey it. Look at how we are so dependent on Google Maps. Even when you're confused, he's telling you go left, go right. You're like, are you sure Google knows what he's doing? But then you're just following some voice. 
you know, on your GPS system, whatever, you're following it. Do you follow God that blindly? The reason you don't follow God is because you are blind. Another symptom is that you are living in sin and you are not deliberately working on yourself. You are not deliberately saying, Lord, let this be removed. Let that be removed. You don't care that there are so many vices and impurities in your life. It's blindness that is causing it. Number seven is that your prayer content is selfish. It's all about you. It's always about you. You never pray about the lost. You never pray about advancing the kingdom of God. You are blind because if you can see what God rewards people who are focused on advancing his kingdom, you will not pray the way you are praying. You won't have selfish prayers. I'll just give you one more because of time. If you are not involved in soul winning and discipleship, the reason you are not doing that is simply because you are absolutely blind. The Bible tells us something in the book of Daniel chapter 12 verse 3. That's how we're going to know those who are really wise. The Bible says those who are wise will shine as bright as the sky and those who lead many to righteousness will shine like the stars forever. So the Bible is telling us that when we transit, we are going to be rewarded. There are some people, the, the people who are wise, we are going to know them when we get to the other side. It is those who have been leading many to righteousness. So when you ignore so winning, you ignore discipleship, you are blind. And Satan keeps you blind so that you don't invest in the things that matter. You go up and down, you are very busy, but you are not doing those things that are extremely important, that touch on earth and touch you in eternity. A lot of people are going to suffer great loss the moment they die because everything they work for is for time. They don't focus on eternity. They don't focus on God or they are casual about their focus with God. But you see these people that are dedicated, don't get to the assignment of God. There is a level of blindness that has been removed from them. Jesus came to give you sight. Jesus came to show men that there are things that are more important than the pursuits of this life. That's why he was talking to Martha and Mary in Luke 10, 41. He said, Dear Martha, you are worried about all these tiny details. He said, but there's one thing that you are meant to be concerned about. He said, Mary has discovered it and it will not be taken away from her. God was trying to open the eyes of matter to pay attention to the real things that count in life because she was blind. So she was running up and down doing the things that are not vital and leaving out the core elements of life, the core details of life. So if you are spiritually blind, nothing to worry about. It's just that Jesus came to give you sight. And Christmas is a great season to ask yourself, am I blind? If I'm blind, then Jesus came to deal with my blindness. So one of the things you're going to be praying this season, Lord, help me with my blindness, Lord. Anoint my eyes with eyes salve so that I can see the way you see, Lord. So that my pursuits and my desires will change completely. Let me have the focus of eternity. Let me live and concentrate on the things that count, the things that truly matter. Let me not spend my life on the things that don't matter and don't count. If you're praying that way, then you are wise and you've understood the reason why Jesus came and you've understood the reason for Christmas. God bless you. For other life-changing messages, you can download the app Rev Oyik Speaks from Play Store for Android phone users or the iOS Store for Apple users. You can also follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and Telegram, all on the handle Oyik's Alfred. Thank you so much for listening. Have a blessed day. God. Oh.
Of lightning, rolls of thunder. 